1: Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. Mm, football fever is burning through to my soul. Yeah, cats, 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 you're gonna set me on fire. Mmm, my brain is flaming, but I know just where to go. Yeah. The bill will be a rockin' And Bosco's boy no talkin' Purple love Purple love Bosco's boy Oh, just a honka honka purple love It's just a honka honka purple love Bosco's boy Oh, just a honk honk Bosco's boy and the boneheads are
2: talking purple up Boom, the boys are back and it is time for another live show. The link went out. I'm going to talk a little bit as some more folks join in. Hopefully it is a fun live show. This is Bosco's Boys, the only K-State podcast with a show every single weekday. You'll find it in the RSS feed, every single show in the RSS feed. And folks, I am absolutely pumped to get into it. Got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, We got uh, some scheduling stuff. I had a fun conversation with Gene Taylor, and he's certainly left the uh idea of playing colorado and arizona as non-con games on the schedule so a lot of it's gonna have to deal with the big 12 so i'm gonna get your guys's take on it also talk to gene about uh, the nike contract that was a very big uh conversation point over the weekend in k-state uh, circles um we'll talk about that k-state basketball playing over in the middle east k-state basketball Picking up another short king who can really hoop it up, and uh, we'll, we'll play a little choose your own adventure. If you guys are listening to this on Wednesday, K State is playing their second game over in the Middle East. Uh, first one, Abu Dhabi versus the number 35 ranked nation in the world, Mexico. It'll be live on. YouTube, and the very first official K-State sporting event of the season, K-State takes on Green Bay. It'll be uh, at 3 p.m., I believe, on ESPN+. Plus, So it's going to be a fun time. Yes, 8 a.m., I see it in the chat. 8 a.m., it's being played over in Abu Dhabi. Uh, so it is super early in the morning. Um, so it's going to be a fun one. Uh, We're going to get things going. Again, uh, folks are still hopefully starting to trickle in, but hey, we got our guy, Joel. We got our guy, Casey, and we got uh, someone who is listening only today, Uh, and and let's just get started. Um, We'll start with Joel. We'll go to Joel first. Um, We'll we'll do one of the least consequential questions first, and it's the idea of Arizona and Colorado. Um, If folks haven't listened, please go back and listen to my conversation with Gene Taylor, He sure seemed open to the idea of playing those two games. I spent a lot of time looking at the FBS schedules.com. Not a lot of power five teams out there. Uh, So Joel, I'll ask you first, do you want to keep Arizona for 24 and 25? And I believe it is 27 and 28 for Colorado. You want to find a G five team, get an extra home game, uh or I guess for Colorado there might be a few more power five teams. What what do you realistically want to do with those games? Yeah,
0: I mean, kind of weird because yeah, we could play them as non con, I guess, because they wouldn't be in our pod. We wouldn't be guaranteed to have to play them in the season. Um, so yeah, that's uh it's kind of crazy. They would probably be two of the easier conference teams to beat. So that would be kind of nice, I guess to have an easier Power 5, Power 3 win. Um, but no, here's what I want to do. Home and homes. Hawaii and um, Miami, because I think we can beat them
2: home and away again, and I would love to go to Miami. So if we brought in Miami, I I, I don't know if they have 27 and 28 available. They might. There are a lot more teams that do have that availability. The Hawaii one, here's the fun thing. If you go to Hawaii, you actually get to play a 13th regular season game. So in theory, the year you go to Hawaii, you could also still also have a week zero game where you get to play Charlotte or something like that. So, I mean, you're in ideas, man. There you go. There you go. I absolutely love it. Uh, Let's go to – we'll go to Casey next. Casey, uh, what do you want to see done with the non-con games? Do you want to see uh, Arizona and Colorado stick on? Do you have a creative idea like Joel? What what do you want to see for those?
3: I don't think I have as creative an idea as a home-and-home with Hawaii. I mean, I can be totally on board with that personally. I think realistically it's probably most likely going to be the – we keep them on the schedule, just is non-con games. That wouldn't be my first choice, but if I was a betting man, that's what I would guess is going to happen. I also tried to find some Power 5 schools that have availability, either one of those options, and I feel like Iowa and Michigan State might have had openings. I could be remembering that wrong, though, but, yeah, Hawaii, if you're listening to this by chance, hit up Gene Taylor. We'll, we'll schedule home-and-home. Home. That sounds like a good plan to me.
2: Yeah, so – uh, shout out to Philip Slavin of the Ten Twelve network. He did a lot of work that he put together an article. They, they launched a Patreon. I'm not launching a Patreon. I might help contribute to theirs. All my stuff is always going to be right here on the podcast feed. Um, but he did a lot of work and I'm not going to steal all of it, but he did a great job of finding possible power opponents because it's not just K-State who's going to be dealing with this. Uh, K-State, Utah, Colorado, BYU, all sorts of teams have a lot of holes they're going to have to fill. I think NC State and Notre Dame are the only power schools available for next year, and I love K-State. I don't know if we are uh, moving the needle for Notre Dame to be scheduling. Who knows? I'd love to have it. Uh, he, here's a rumor I heard once upon a time. I'll share this with you guys. Um, I don't know how valid this rumor is um but we're, we're just gonna put it out there anyways. during the Ron Prince era and then again during the John Curry era, Notre Dame and K State had conversations about what would look like a home and home. K State would have gone to South Bend, but they did not want to come to Manhattan. They wanted that game played in Arrowhead Stadium. During the Ron Prince era, they said no. During the John Curry era, they said no to that as well. Uh, So I I would imagine that would be the only way we'd be playing Notre Dame uh, in in a somewhat home-and-home. I don't think K-State fans have an appetite for that. I could be wrong. Uh, Maybe I'll I'll follow up uh, after I go to Ema Elvis for this one. Ema Elvis, first off, thank you for the brand-new intro song. Uh, It is now going to be featured all the way in the run-up to football season remainder of Blitz Month, so thank you for that. Uh, But the question, what do you want to do with the Colorado and Arizona games? Um, It looks like Gene Taylor's open to keeping them both as non-con games. What is your preference?
4: I think you have to play one of the power four, the other three of the power fours that will be left, uh, just because you want a good schedule. Um, somebody that's worthwhile. So I say playing someone from the ACC, the Big Ten, the SEC, uh, makes sense to me. Uh, And I think to get some old bad blood boiling again, put Nebraska in where Arizona is scheduled, at home first, then at Lincoln in 2025. It's the third game of the season. Uh, 2027 20, and 28, where we've got Colorado, the third game of the season, put in Texas A&M. I w-
2: I would love to see it. I, I think uh, both of those schools are completely booked up in those years. So even in a best case scenario, you are having to ask Nebraska and Texas A&M move some stuff around. Uh, and they're assholes i don't i don't i don't think they want to lose to us and i don't think they'd be up for it i will ask this question uh to the folks participating we have a handful of folks listening uh and would you accept a series with notre dame if you go up to south bend but they would not come to manhattan they would only play in kansas city i'll go back to you email elvis is that something you would sign up for or are you just going to tell the Golden Domers? Yeah, no, no, thanks. If you're not coming to Manhattan, we're not playing you.
4: No, I say it's home and away. Got to, got to have it equal.
2: We'll go to Joel next. Joel, would that be something you'd be interested in? Yeah, no, we're not going to go play
0: up there, and you're not coming down to see us at our place. Yeah, absolutely
2: not. Casey, are you going to buck the trend, or are you going to
3: tow the company line? i'm gonna stick with the trend as cool as it would be to play notre dame nah, you're not you're not gonna big time us and try and pull something like that it's got to be a for real home and home good deal i love it all right we got cole
2: from his iphone cole uh we we had a bonus question but the first one is what do you want to do with the a it's cole carmody of uh go power actually so uh you know weirdly enough first time anyone from go paracat has come on Bosco's voice. I'm actually working to change that here, uh, this, uh, blitz month as well. Uh, been talking to your boss actually. So, uh, don't tell, uh, you know, piss and vinegar, 25 year old Scott Wildcat that he might, uh, he might not believe you, but Cole, what, what do you want to see done with the Arizona and Colorado series? I had Gene Taylor on the pod. He seemed up, uh, and open to them being played as non-conference games, but only as long as Brett Yormark's okay with it, and it doesn't affect the Big Twelve schedule. What's your stance on that?
5: I, I like the idea a lot. I honestly do. Um, I think it's going to be hard to replace those games, right? I mean that that's the biggest thing. Who are you going to play? And so, as much as we want to say go and go and play in Nebraska, go and play in Oklahoma, go and play in Missouri, unfortunately, we know we all know it just doesn't work like that. I would rather have a Power Five, um, essentially, non-conference conference conference game than go play a Tulane again or go play a Troy or somebody like that. I think it's just you want to play as many Power Five games as you can, and and that's my stance on it. I think it would benefit the fans, and honestly, it would generate a lot more travel too. I mean, those teams are new to the conference. You play them right off the bat, essentially. So I'd be all in favor of doing the non-conference thing.
2: And then the uh, bonus question to that, I have heard rumors back in the day during the Ron Prince era and then early in the uh, uh, John Curry era that they uh, talked to Notre Dame. They wanted, hey, you guys can come up to South Bend. We'll play you in Arrowhead. (sighs) All right. uh, Would you be up for that rumored series where they said that they would come to uh,
5: Kansas City but not to Manhattan? Hmm. I don't know. There, It goes back and forth, right? Because how many people that live in Kansas City uh, are Notre Dame fans? And how many people that live in Kansas City would be Notre Dame fans because they're maybe a fan of the school down the road and they just want to go to a game? Um, I think it would be really cool, honestly, but I, I don't know. I would, I would almost say back away from that if that is your only option, simply because I think it would increase the brand of – you know K-State, but if you're coming off of a season where K-State, like we all think, where K-State can go and get to that national prominence, you really need to play against a school like Notre Dame. I, as cool as it would be, I think that is the one downside to that.
2: Yep. I, I, I hear you there. Um, all right. At the, at the risk of kicking people out, Sally D. Sally D, uh, you can participate. You might be a Zoom terrorist. Um, who knows? Uh, what are your thoughts yeah, about playing? I'm
6: no switching, I'm not a terrorist, my boys.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, what are your thoughts on K State playing Arizona in Colorado as a non Shut your mouth, game? bad boy.
6: Oh, I think we found a terrorist right here.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, oh my god, all right. Um, as much as I don't want this to be the last live show, I'm gonna have to figure something out. This is not going well all right uh let's move on to the next question um and basically if i don't know if i don't know who these people are i'm i'm not admitting anyone if i don't know if i don't know their name this is disappointing um this sucks oh well all right let's move on to the next question um it's the Nike issue, so it was the uh, biggest thing that was going on over the weekend. When it comes to, oh my God, this is so many people are trying to get in. Um, yeah, this is the last live show we're doing on Zoom. I I, I did that whole prolific thing on Twitter about how oh we're gonna keep it going now. This is the last one we're doing on Zoom. We're gonna have to figure something out. Um, okay. Uh. Uh what what are your thoughts? We're, we're going to Casey as I'm not allowing anyone else into into the show. Um Casey, what are your thoughts? Do you want to see uh K-State move on with Nike regardless? Are you open to a deal with another apparel pro- or apparel provider if it's a better deal?
3: What, where did you come down on all this? I wouldn't have as Big of a meltdown as some other people probably would if we left nike however i want to stick with them they're you know the the biggest name the biggest brand in the you know sports attire world recruits like nike stuff i totally get it i'm glad to hear that it sounds like the the rumors about going to other apparel companies have died down quite a bit and we're most likely sticking with nike going forward
2: Yeah, it it will be interesting. Again, I keep referencing back to our conversation with Gene. It sounds like it is coming up. Hey, they have to make a call here in the next couple weeks regardless. Um, We'll we'll go next to Joel. Joel, very open and outward about your opinions over the weekend. Um, What are your thoughts? What do you want to see happen?
0: Yeah, I mean, you you have to stay with Nike. There's no alternative to me. Uh, What it means to recruiting is it really can't be measured um kids are all about the brands and to be honest the, it's not even a close second like i mean nike is head and shoulders above everybody else you want to be with the flagships you want to play with the big boys you got to be with the big boy apparel brands um to all the people out there on the board saying that under armour like fits our brand better that is the stupidest freaking thing i've ever heard in my life like it one makes no sense and two is it's just absolute lunacy. You Under Armour is a dog shit bottom of the barrel brand. I'm I'm sorry to say it. If you like it, honestly, I don't care. It's a horrible brand. Nike is what we are and what we have to be going forward. So uh, Adidas sucks too.
2: Yeah. L- let me throw a <laughs> hypothetical at you. At you. Um, I may agree. I may disagree. I, I mean, I'm decked out head to toe in Nike today. Um, if, if you're, is there a dollar figure where you would say, yes, I, I would make the change to Under Armour. Hey, this would be enough for me to say, hey, Nike is giving me nothing, zero. Hey, we're, we're they're just saying, here's some free product, but not, not even as much free product as you were getting. It is a decrease. And Under Armour is like, we're giving you all the product plus X amount of dollars. What is that number where you'd be like, okay, I understand, make the move
0: it had to be a lot probably enough to completely redo bramlage like i I, call it under armor arena like i don't know it's like we yeah we don't get a lot but under armor doesn't have a lot to offer to start with so i don't know what kind yeah it had to be a lot of money because the incentive of their stuff is not getting
2: anywhere there we go. We'll go next to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, where do you land in this debate?
4: Yeah, I don't know what started the, the rumors or if there are rumors or if there's a little bit of truth to it. Um, I,
2: I can I, I can say prefer. pretty definitively there there is truth to it. I can I can say it with ninety nine percent confidence that there are ongoing conversations about wh- whether K-State will continue on a deal with Nike that may or may not be a step back from what our current deal is. And I can confirm with 99% certainty that Under Armour has an offer that is better than what Nike is offering.
4: Is is there an issue with Nike currently?
2: I don't believe there is an issue. Some people uh, think that, hey, uh, we should be getting more in product and money. Some people think we should be getting better fan gear. I don't think there's necessarily a problem, but I'm also not having to write any checks.
4: Yeah, I would say if there's a huge amount of dollar signs surrounding this, you you got to do it. But I'd prefer to stick with Nike.
2: We'll go to Cole next. Cole, I saw you nodding your head through a lot of this. Again, I would imagine you've heard uh, probably even more than I have on this situation. Where do you land on this back and forth? And what would make it worth it to you to walk away from the swoosh? Is there anything?
5: I think it's about... Winning games. Joel had a really good point when he said the brand matters, right? Like, I think if you want to win games and and you want to attract recruits, the, I, I can't think and of any
2: the special.
5: at uh, off 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 of my head really besides Notre Dame that are that are Under Armour in the first place. So, I mean, if if it's about winning games, then I think you have to try and stick with Nike simply because that's your identity. Um, but if you want to make money, right? If that's your end goal, is you want to make money. Um, then you, then you make the move. I, I, I don't think there's necessarily a dollar figure for me personally. If I'm Gene Taylor, if I'm in the athletic department, I'm sticking with what got me here and that's Nike. Um, but I, I, again, I'm very curious to see how this all unfolds because I don't think the reaction on social media from donors, I, I just can't see the reaction being very positive. If um if they do make this move to Under Armour, I hope they don't, honestly. Um, I again I know why they would, but I just can't see the reaction being very positive. It's just I, I just don't think it's a win situation at all if if they do end up making the move. I hope that they keep they keep Nike. Um that's what I think is hopefully gonna happen. There's been some talks that they might get get it figured out soon. Um, you mentioned it, Scott. I hope so, but I just don't see the positives of switching to Under Armour. I just don't. We'll go to Zach,
2: another very outwardly anti-Under Armour guy, especially based on his profile picture, Zach. Uh, first off, we 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 have had a ton of uh, attempted terrorists. They're continuing to try to join. Um, luckily, I trusted and hoped that this was going to be you when I saw the name Zach pop up. Um, and it turns out, uh, if I know you the way I do, it is you. Um, so what are your thoughts on the situation and, uh, you hate Under Armour. So go off.
6: Scott, you can't put a price on drip. Okay. You can't. And so I think I made myself pretty clear with my profile tech here. Um, I want to stick with Nike. I don't think there's a whole lot. I mean, Unarmor's got to be like triple. I mean, it's really got to be way up there in my eyes t- to make us move because I think it. I, I personally think it's a pretty bad hit on your recruiting profile, especially a school of our stature. I don't mean to like put, put us down, but Notre Dame can get past that easily. But I think it'll hurt K State a lot more than that.
2: There you go. We will finish up with Will. Will, uh, your thoughts, Uh, you and I had a conversation uh, about this as it was ongoing during the weekend. Um, Has anything changed? How do you think K-State should uh, navigate the next couple weeks before they sign their next long-term shoe apparel deal?
6: Uh, Can you hear me pretty good?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Listen, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. down in the dumps. You could be talking through a tin can right now, and it wouldn't change how I'm feeling about the status of uh, the live show moving forward. So whatever.
6: Oh, Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I appreciate uh, you running it and hearing it. And I might be able to change an audio setting if it was pretty bad. That's yeah, you're asking, fine. But, um, you're fine. I'm sorry about all the vagrants and miscreants coming into the chat. Um. So I, I got two, two points I'd like to make. Um. One, I would say if you're not willing to walk away, and look at our options, then you you don't really have any leverage. So I think that has to be on the table in some meaningful way. Um, otherwise, they can just, anyone can dictate terms. So, you know, if you're buying a car, a house, or uh, I guess negotiating an apparel deal, I think you have to be willing to look at all your options. Otherwise, you don't really have any options. Um, secondly, I was kind of thinking about this from the standpoint of our trajectory. And I think if you had proposed this 10 years ago, I would have been one of the people in meltdown mode. You know, when Nike is pumping out amazing um, game today polos. And also, really, the only options were Nike apparel or uh, K-State Superstore. But uh, now there's, you know, Charlie Hustle looking out for on Monday and some other options for gear outside of Nike. And it seems like Nike is also shifting fan apparel more to the fanatics model where they will be filling a lot of those. So I, I, I wonder in five years what we'll be thinking. And so also looking forward, I'm wondering, is the, it's kind of like the media deals. Are we shifting more towards streaming? Are we shifting more towards uh, a wider distribution? I think my, my, um, I by a really enticing uh, offer from Under Armour where they talk about a lot of cool stuff That's the direction things are going where it's more dispersed. So I'm not in meltdown mode. Uh, I like Nike. That's my preference, but I could be persuaded otherwise. And I think that's different than where I would have been 10 years ago.
2: All good points. And it brings me to a conversation about our sponsor, Charlie Hustle. Folks, I got to be honest with you. Last week I said, hey, Monday we're going to have a giveaway. Charlie Hustle listened to the show that dropped on Monday. They called me. They said, Scott, I know you promised the Boneheads a giveaway this week. Can you push it to next week? I said, only if you show me all the shirts in the drop for next week. They say, bet. I've seen the entire collection, folks. This is the best drop of K-State merch I've ever seen. Not only does it include a Will Howard NIL shirt, not only does it include the K-State beef, the the best offensive lineman NIL shirt I've ever seen. It has some of the best vintage logos, some of the best designs I have ever seen. On Monday, we will have a giveaway. And I'm not telling you not to go buy stuff from Charlie Hustle this weekend. All I'm saying is on Monday, you're going to see some amazing K-State merch. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And I can't wait for that giveaway that we're going to do next week. All right, let's get into K-State basketball. Uh, We're going to start with Keith Glover. He's joining the Cats, another small guy who knows how to get a bucket. I'm absolutely pumped about it. I'm interested to hear what you guys think, uh, because quite frankly, I'd kind of given up on adding any real dudes in the uh, final couple months. And look, Tang has made me look like an idiot once again. Um, he brought in a guy who uh, I think during his time at Sanford, uh, Sanford averaging over 14 points a game, handful of assists, handful of rebounds. Um, so I want to hear your guys' thoughts. We're going to go to Joel first. Joel, Keith Glover not joining the team over in the Middle East, but he will be waiting for them when they get back to Manhattan. What were your thoughts? And did you think that they were going to land someone of that quality this late?
0: Yeah, super hype. Um, definitely out of the blue, did not see it coming as much as everybody's been preaching, like, oh, trust trust the coaching staff, like they always do this. Yeah, they actually did it again. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be good. Um, he's not gonna be eighteen points a game good or whatever he was, but he'll still be good. I think he'll be a quality starter until day day, maybe get some more games under his belt and maybe they do the flip like Desi last year. Um, but yeah, hyped overall.
2: Let's go next to Casey. Casey, when you saw it come through, and again, we were lucky enough to hear some of the rumors going back a couple weeks, uh, finally got over the finish line, um, down to only one opening. How pumped were you? Uh, because I think we all kind of felt a little disappointed how things went with the two West Virginia guys. Um, I didn't think we were going to get any one of this quality. Where were you uh, You know, trying to fill these last two spots?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say I was doubting the coaching staff or anything, but I was very a little pessimistic that we were gonna add another guy before the season started. So I'm thrilled to get another guy in. He's got some good numbers, quality stats. I think he'll be a, a great, great player on the team this year. And yeah, I'm just stoked to have another guy on the team to watch uh watch this year. Concerned at all about another
2: uh guy who's under five foot ten. I mean, I'm a short, fat guy. I love it. But, you know, some folks. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I'm
3: a 5'8 king myself, so, like, hey, I'm, I'm all about it.
2: I love it. We'll go uh, next to Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis, what were your thoughts, uh, you know, when we were holding on to these two spots this late? Were you someone who was having a little doubt, or were you locked in, believing, Tang, thinking, hey, we're going to get two more dudes?
4: I don't put anything past this coaching staff uh, after they got, some, some late ones last year. Of course, it is a little bit later than that now. But uh, I'm just glad that they they found one and seems like he's going to be a good fit. I've watched some of his highlights. Looks like he's pretty good at, at getting a quick step, getting enough space to get open at his size and uh, nailing some shots. So um, look forward to seeing what he can do. I, I understand that when he was totally healthy, he was closer to 20 points a game. Uh, the previous year,
2: correct. He he did battle some injuries last year in his full healthy season at Sanford. I think it was like 18 and a half points a game. Uh, so he does know how to get some buckets. Uh, we'll go to Cole next. Cole, I know you guys were charting and following the transfer portal just as close as anyone. Um, I would I, quite frankly, I. Was- oh. Chauncey barking at people. What a, what a fun night. Um, you know, I I was shocked getting someone of this quality this late. What were you guys thinking over there? And, um, were you thinking, Hey, they're going to figure it out or did, did a little bit of doubt creep into your head?
5: I think anytime you have the false alarm, uh, the false alarm, we got dudes tweets. It's never set in stone until you see it confirmed. And, um, yeah, I mean, I can tell you that there was a lot of people that were questioning. I know if you were to go look at our boards, it'd be the same as just about anywhere, you know. Can they actually do it? Are they going to be able to do it? I, Me personally, I was a little concerned. I mean, anytime you are, go on a foreign trip and your strategy is to continue to recruit while you're in Israel, um, there's so much else that's going on. I, I was, I was honestly shocked that, They did get somebody while they were over there, but really it was now or never, essentially. Um, You never want to say never, but um, they did get that spot filled, and I think it's as good as you could get at this stage. I mean, essentially you're looking at Keith Glover trying to replace, um, replicate the numbers from Desi Sills. Um, He was a late ad in the transfer portal, but he was more June, if I recall correctly. So the only guy they got this late last year was a guy like anthony thomas who redshirted and, and never saw the court so when you compare it to that standard um I, I think it's a pretty good ad and so um yeah it's a it's an interesting it's i think it's an interesting fit because there's a lot of guards and i'm sure we're going to talk about it but after watching that game man rj jones and dayday Day Ames look like they can contribute right away and so I, I that it makes you pause a little bit like interested in the strategy but um I I like his game. He can get to the rack. Like that was a guy who can get to the hoop and make things happen. The assist to turnover numbers aren't the greatest, but they were not the greatest with Marquise and that staff found a way to get it done with him. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a good ad and and why not? Like you might as well take a shot because if you didn't pick him up, you probably weren't going to pick anybody else up. So I think it's a good shot. I did want to ask you if you saw this Scott, but Uh, the BYU coach when asked about him and why he left in the transfer portal the reporter straight up asked hey why did he leave was it NIO related and he said it was all NIO related so for people who think that we can't pay for players there is your proof that maybe K-State can yeah at least I'll I'll say what I've heard
2: on that and, and I referenced it on Monday's show it sounds like and this is this is the weird part of this era of college uh, athletics. It sounds like he had some NIL stuff promised to him, and he never enrolled at BYU because after he verbally committed, it sounded like some of the stuff was like, oh, we were just saying maybe it was the potential to get that high. This is what we can give you. And there's some back and forth stuff with uh, money people at BYU, And when it became apparent, they were not going to give him what he uh, thought he agreed to. He never signed. He never enrolled. And he uh, decided, Hey, I'm back in the portal. And uh, it was K state, Indiana, Illinois, and he's going to be a wildcat. So it's, 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 it's a new time in college athletics. Um, But you know what? He's a wildcat. So I'll take it Um, for the first time in a while. We'll go to Callie, Mike, Callie, Mike, uh, I'm glad you're able to get in. We had quite a few Zoom terrorists get in. Uh, We're going to figure something out going forward, but this is probably the last time we're going to do a live show on Zoom. We'll figure it out. Um, But I'm glad you're here. I've missed you. Um, What are your thoughts on adding Keith Glover? And I know you are one of the most faithful K-State fans, so you probably always knew we were going to get a guy who's going to be capable of scoring, even if it took all the way up until September. Uh, So what was your reaction when we got Keith Glover over the finish line?
7: Yeah, um, I appreciate it. Just, uh, you know, I'm sorry I missed the last couple of weeks. Uh, Sometimes the super secret, not so secret day job uh, prevents me from joining out here. uh, That's what you get for living in
2: California.
7: I know, right? Uh, But I was able to join today, even though uh, my work account got me kicked out at first. Um, Anyway, yeah, I, you know... I think that I'm probably just eternally optimistic at times, probably to a fault. Um, but I think that living that way with coach Tang and his crew um, is the right way to go. Like uh, sort of like Emile Elvis said, like don't second guess the staff uh, two scholarships open late in the the process. Like, I don't know. I guess I just have that optimism that they were going to deliver um and i think they picked up a guy that uh is going to provide that that extra oomph off the bench um we're gonna get some production out of him um so i'm super pumped about it i think the the pieces they're putting together um are just it's going to continue to be exciting for us all so i'm pumped about it
2: i love it we'll end with zach on this one zach we got keith glover in the fold uh what was your reaction to it and uh I'll ask you this: Are you going to per- make any grand predictions for scholarship number
6: thirteen? So, Scott, I'm going to pray for BYU that they get their money up. Um, they need to get their money up because we stole Keith Glover from, or supposedly, but uh, I think it's a really good ad. Um, this late, I mean, when I saw that. You know, it was a possibility. I, I I, just was like, of course. Of course, Tang can pull that, you know, the rabbit out of that hat. Um, I was like, if anybody can do it, it's him. Um, I have the exact same doubts you did about number 12 and 13. So, I mean, to get him this late is just like, okay, awesome. I mean, not a whole lot else you could say. On number 13, we're not getting number 13, but I would love to be proven wrong.
2: Prove us wrong again, dang. Uh, eventually, I'm going to 100% believe everything. It's just not my nature, uh, but we'll figure it out. All right, uh, let's move on. Well, actually, before we move on to uh, talking about uh, what's been going on in the Middle East, I'm going to give a shout-out to Manhattan Brewing Company and a shout-out to President Richard Linton. President Linton collaborated with Manhattan Brewing Company for a blueberry hefefizen that is going to go on tap on August 26th. Now, when I was in Manhattan Brewing Company with Jimmy, I got a sneak preview of this beer. First off, don't let the blueberry part of it send you down the wrong uh, you know, lane. It is a purple beer. Absolutely delicious. Maybe my new... Uh, it's at least a top five favorite beer for me at Manhattan Brewing Company. So that goes on tap on August 26th. And again, all of our thoughts and prayers going out to President Linton as he is now battling cancer i have no doubt he is going to kick cancer's ass just like k-state is going to kick the entire big 12's ass again this year so get into manhattan brewing company check out all their collaborations also folks my fellow pumpkin boys pumpkin batch is back so get in there get a couple four packs get a couple crowlers take it home it is time let's get those pumpkins all right So I know not everyone was able to watch the game versus the Israel select team. So if you weren't able to watch and or you don't have a hot take or you you don't have any opinions on the game at all, I will ask you a K-State basketball uniform question. So you can choose. It's kind of a preview of choose your own adventure. We'll start with Casey as we have for most of these. Casey, were you able to watch the game? Do you want to talk about the game or do you want me to ask you about the future of K-State basketball uniforms?
3: Thankfully, I was able to catch the second half. I I had the first half in the corner of my secondary screen at work, but wasn't paying that close of attention. But I was able to watch the second half during lunch, and defense was a little suspect at times, but I'm not taking it too seriously. It's their first game together in the middle of August, so they've got plenty of time to figure that out before season starts. But other than that, I mean, offense looked great. Arthur Kaluma, dude, dude can ball, so I'm, I'm real excited am I can I'm, I'm excited to see him see him this year. Yeah, I, I'm
2: right there with you. And I, I know you missed in the first half, but I think the first six points were just swish threes, just pure from three. Absolutely amazing. We'll go to Joel and then we will go to Cole after Joel. Joel, uh, were you able to watch? And uh if so, what were your thoughts? What do you think about the uh first game uh in an exhibition setting?
0: Yeah, can confirm I am now fluent in Hebrew.
2: Um how so, wild yeah, was uh, that? Fun. Like, oh, it's like Hebrew Hebrew Jacob Pullen, <laughs> Marcus Foster, Mitch Richmond, relying in I mean, there. Denny Clemente. They did more research for that game than most of these ESPN plus, you know, guys who are calling games from Connecticut uh during you know the non con or the big twelve actually, it's during the Big Twelve season because uh Stan and Ben Boyle do the ESPN plus during a uh, non-con, but uh they they did their research. I'll be interested to see how the Abu Dhabi crew uh does tomorrow morning at 8 a.m.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh that one's gonna be tough to grab for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought we looked fine for what it was. I mean, it's a scrimmage. Um trying not to read too much into Arizona, beating that same team by like 47. Um but, yeah, I, I think the freshmen look great. Kaluma's a dude. Um, a lot of question marks for me surrounding uh, Jarrell Colbert. But, like, he got a lot of hype coming into this, this whole week and need to see something from the fella tomorrow for sure. Um, but good news is uh, David's kind of shredding right now in FIBA.
2: Yeah, David Gasson had a great three-game tournament uh, in FIBA, I do not believe. The Netherlands qualified for the next round. Uh, So he is done. He, I believe, is going back to Manhattan and will meet the team there. We'll go to Cole next. Cole, you specifically mentioned earlier uh, RJ and Day Day. Uh, I'll tell you this. I was pleasantly surprised by both of them. Uh, My expectations for RJ, I kind of lowered them a little bit based on some stuff I was hearing. Day Day lived up to the hype, I think. And then RJ was better than I expected what did you think specifically of those two young
5: guards? Man, RJ really impressed me. Um, that was kind of a kid who his story is interesting, right? Like plays high school basketball and then goes to prep school and doesn't score a ton of points. He's kind of just um, more of a point guard. And, you know, he comes to K-State. I think he's going to have that role of a shooter. And, I mean, his jump shot is – I mean, it, it looked like one of the most pure jump shots that they have on the team. Um, that was really impressive, and and Day Day, again, I mean, it's it's incredible that these kids are 17. I mean, I don't think, uh, as K-State fans, we've seen guys that are this young come in and have as much success. I mean, when was the last freshman that really burst onto the scene, Marcus Foster? I mean, who made an immediate impact? Like, that's the last guy that comes to my mind, and I think that both of those guys can have immediate impacts. That's what I was so impressed with. Um, Again, it goes back to the whole Keith Glover thing, like, This team is guard heavy. And what does Tang always talk about? In order to win in the NCAA tournament, you have to have good guard play. So I think this team's going to have really good guard play. And, yeah, I mean, I don't overreact to going up against an Israel team, you know, Team Israel. They shot the ball incredible. I mean, that's something that people maybe don't realize, but the way they were able to shoot the ball was impressive. Um, K-State wasn't really running any sets. They were just kind of going up and down and, and doing their thing. And it was just good to see them out there playing. I mean, it's, it's a taste, right? I told somebody it'd be like if K-State football went and scrimmaged uh, the Canadian All-Stars, you know, for, <laughs> maybe it would be more like Mexico. They scrimmaged the Mexican All-Stars um, in a football game in the spring, right? Like that's kind of what it is. So um not reading too much into it, but I thought it was interesting. And by the way, you mentioned Jimmy. I don't know if you know this or not, Scott, but uh, my classroom at Junction City High School is right across the hallway from good old jimmy goheen so uh that breakdown was pretty special after the game we were both on plan
2: hey i i love that uh and also a uh, shout out to my uh, little brother he, he's at junction city high school and i think we're in the same fantasy football league uh yeah. i i uh i was a last second add to the junction city high school teachers fantasy football league and i won that year and i have finished near the bottom ever since then so uh i'll, I'll have to keep my eye out for our uh Match up, and I think the draft's coming up. So take it easy on me
5: this year. So that's all you. You take it easy on me. <laughs>
2: all right, let, let's go to Mike next. Callie, Mike, were you able to watch it, or should I give you a question about the future of K State basketball uniforms?
7: Um, let's do the uniforms. I wasn't able to catch it. I did comb Twitter for some of the afterthoughts, but uh, yeah, I didn't get to see it.
2: All right, so if K State was going to bring back any past uniform. Uh, and whether it's Under Armour or Nike for our next refresh for basketball uniforms, what uniform would you like to see come back?
7: Well, I uh, I saw the agenda for tonight. I don't know if I missed the Nike discussion already. Maybe I did.
2: Well, actually, uh, yo, you, you did miss it in here. We're scratching that conversation. Just give me your thoughts on the Nike thing. Sorry, you don't get an answer yeah, okay. to answer the basketball uniform question. Since you missed Nike, what are your thoughts on that whole situation?
7: Well, obviously I didn't hear what everyone had to say about this, but my opinion is uh we cannot lose Nike. Like I all my Nike gear, like you can say maybe it's on the higher price point whatever. Um I think it brings in recruits. I think that it's the cleanest look, it's high quality stuff. Um and I just I I don't know, it's stuck big time in my opinion if we lose Nike.
2: Fair enough. I love it. All right, Zach, were you able to watch it or were you a better worker than I was?
6: Um. Yeah. I mean, I caught like 50% of it. So I'll give my opinion. Um, <clears throat> um Kaluma looked amazing. I mean, I, I was just like, he... I couldn't be understated how big of an ad that was when we got him. Cause I mean, we were all kind of doom and gloom going into when we got him and I think if we didn't get him. We might, our expectations might be way lower. So other than that, I'd missed like all of RJ Jones going off for like a brief period. Didn't he go off a little bit? Um, yeah.
2: He like had like a five minute period where it's like, he was straight out of NBA jam. It was awesome to see.
6: Okay, that's sick. I didn't see that, but, um, I mean, I'm not really taking much from this one. Um, I don't know if it was Joel who said it, but you know, trying not to compare to Arizona very much. But I think that Gaston would have helped a lot. I think he could have made a big impact. Um, and then of course you're going to have um, the new guy Keith or what But um, I'm
2: going with Keith Glover. I I, I think that's what it is.
6: Yeah, so, I mean, do they play tomorrow, right?
2: Yep, 8 a.m. versus uh, Team Mexico, and I believe it is the full Mexican national team. The Israel select team was brought into scrimmage Team Israel as they were getting ready for international competition. Mexico, I think, is ranked 31st in the nation in the FIBA rankings. Uh, so, honestly, I think it's going to be a pretty salty bit of competition so um 8 a.m and i believe it will be on youtube just like the uh, previous game
6: yeah i mean if you're playing any national team that's that's a big competition you're playing grown men so um it'll be interesting to see how they play them all
2: yep uh email elvis will end with you were you able to watch the uh excuse me exhibition game if not I didn't watch I will, the whole uh, thing
4: i watched from the beginning um uh, go and uh, do you speak then hebrew was- <laughs> I do now, <laughs> just a little. But it was fun to hear the 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 words that we know pop in into the conversation so often. That was that was kind of fun. Uh, but I was I was trying to guess what they were saying, and it was it was good play by play if you know the language. Um, I uh, I saw enough of the early part of the game that we didn't miss a three, and I just thought, holy cow, this. Perry Kaluma combination is going to be pretty good. And there, there's a lot of reason for high hopes. I think with this team, uh, missing Gasson hurt, they'll play better defense as, as they go and gel more. Um, but it, it, it was fun to watch these new guys. And there are a lot of them and you realize how much we're going to miss the six that are gone, but, uh, won't be long. We'll, we'll be feeling really good about these guys. Um, michaela uh buddy rich yeah buddy rich that baby. is a man that's like 18 years old right
2: yeah I mean I he he looks like he could uh you know go under go under like VJ Payne's wing for a little bit and become like the hardest hitting safety or you know yeah. be a stand-up defensive end i mean it looks like he might be playing the wrong sport but i I have high hopes for him i i think he could be a really fun player
4: yeah I, it's gonna be a good team we just gotta give him time and I don't know if I'll I'll start watching at 8 o'clock in the morning. I guess that's a little better than nodding off at 1 o'clock in the third quarter of watching Cal and Wazoo play football, but um, similar. (laughs) All
2: right, uh, we're going to end with choose your own adventure where I come up randomly with two topics. You choose the topic, and then I randomly come up with the question. That's how we're going to end. First and foremost, before we do it, one final shout-out to Manhattan Brewing Company. Remember, your new favorite beer is waiting for you at Manhattan Brewery. You just got to go taste it. And Charlie Hustle, Vintage Made Fresh, brand-new K-State drop coming on Monday. Uh, Casey, we're going to start with you. We are going to go with Conference Realignment or K-State
3: Volleyball. Let's go Conference Realignment.
2: Okay, so the latest rumors are that George W. Bush, on behalf of SMU, and Condoleezza Rice, on behalf of Stanford, have been lobbying the ACC. In a world where K State has to use one of their famous alumni to lobby on behalf of the university getting into a new conference, who would you choose?
3: And you've got some good alumni off the top of my head. I'm going to say Eric Stone Street. I mean, who who doesn't love that guy, right? That's
2: a good one, and I was at the uh, Big Slick uh, softball game before a Royals game, and, you know, he's not, like, the number one headliner, but he's the guy that all the celebrities gravitate towards, uh, so I think that's a good one. Uh, we'll go out to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, we will do Cal and Stanford Athletics, or uh,
7: we'll go K-State Football Newcomers. Uh <clears throat> Let's see if I know anything from living out here. Let's do Cal Stanford Athletics.
2: Okay, I'm going to ask you this now. You are the delegation of K State. Cal and Stanford come to you and say, Callie Mike, we would like a long term scheduling agreement in both football and basketball. We're going to try to go independent, but we need scheduling partners. Are you, on behalf of Gene Taylor, signing a deal to have a scheduling alliance with those two institutions?
7: I am. And, uh, partially number one, it's, I was say, it's is purely it selfish. selfish. <laughs> it is selfish. But if I set that aside, let's pretend that there is nothing to gain for me on that agreement. Um, you know, both institutions, uh, have struggled in sports. Uh, I would say that one of my friends who went to Stanford likes to say they have the best athletic department in the country. Obviously we know that's not true. Um, but they bring something to the table uh, I think that they they have some brand awareness that, you know, when we played Stanford in football and destroyed them, I think that everyone kind of looked forward to that game. Um, so I think Cal and Stanford, they have some brand awareness, and it never hurts to expand a little bit on some sporting events and get some of these out-of-conference teams. So I say yes.
2: All right. We're going to go to Zach next. Zach, we are going to go with – K-State football newcomers or K-State basketball newcomers?
6: Um <clears throat> I'll do basketball.
2: All right. So of the three incoming freshmen, who is going to average the most combined points, assists, and rebounds during Big 12 play? Buddy Rich, RJ or Day-Day?
6: Good question. Um, uh, I humbly think he's not Eliminate Rich. Um, let me go with RJ Jones. I think that's safe. Um, seems like he's the most ready to contribute as like a sharp-shooting bench player.
2: There we go. All right, we'll go to Cole Carmody next. Cole, we're going to run it back with football newcomers or uh, dream non-conference opponent basketball
5: edition. Football newcomers, 100%.
2: Okay, who is going to have more yards from scrimmage, Treshawn Ward
5: or Keegan Johnson? Ooh, 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 good question. Um, See – I think if you depend on Will Howard and you think Will Howard is going to have a breakout season, the answer to this question is Keegan Johnson. If you think K-State is going to be what they have been and they like to run the football, the answer to this question is Treshawn Ward. I'm going to put my money on the quarterback who just won the Big 12 championship and who should be a dark horse Heisman candidate if K-State has the success that we all think they can have and say that Keegan Johnson has more Yards from scrimmage, also including the fact that I think they're going to use him on some jet sweeps, just like they use Malik Knowles on some jet sweeps. So, you know, that could be an extra 15 to 20 yards per game rushing the football. Um, He is a playmaker, not saying that Trayvon Ward isn't, but Keegan Johnson has the skills to be the best wide receiver on this team. And I think, I think Will Howard is going to have a breakout season. So I'll take Keegan Johnson.
2: I know Zach and Joel love that uh, answer based on uh, some conversations we had on Twitter a couple weeks back. We'll go to Joel. We'll, we'll, we'll run it back. We'll, we'll do football newcomers part two or dream basketball non-con opponent. Uh,
0: give me, yeah. Give me the newcomers.
2: Okay. We're going to flip it to the other side of the ball, all sorts of newcomers coming in at the secondary position. Which of those newcomers do you think is going to make the biggest impact?
0: Yeah, I think um, the popular answer, and I think maybe the the trendy answer is to say Will Lee, um, just because of all the hype surrounding him. But I think Marquise, or Marcus Siegel is an absolute dog. Like his film, he likes people to frick up. I'm about him. His coverage is solid. He moves super nice. He's drippy too, like for everybody underestimating him. Uh yeah, he's gonna be a dog for us. That the safety squad right now, elite.
2: I will plug our sh- my show Monday morning. You will hear me with Wyatt Thompson, and he is a fan of Mr. Marquis Siegel as well. So good pick, Joel. Although I think you I think there's a lot of things. I, I think the secondary is gonna be nice once again. And then we will end this one with Ema Elvis. Ema Elvis. I will go with uh, songs you want to cover as Elvis, or we will go Dream Basketball Non-Con.
4: Songs I want to cover as Elvis.
2: All right. So I I think everyone knows the lyrics to the K-State fight song. Most folks know the words to uh, the K-State alma mater. And then there are words to Wabash Cannonball, uh, you know, despite what folks may or may not believe. If you were going to do a K-State cover album where you are singing songs as Elvis, which one of those three would you be the most excited to do?
4: Hmm. Um, Well, I've already re-lyriced Wabash Cannonball a little bit for couple of your theme songs that is true um, you,
2: you have you have successfully remixed wabash cannonball a couple times for me so you at least <laughs> so know the one. Uh, cadence would, for I that be, one.
4: i would always go with wabash cannonball and uh uh hashtag no free plugs but this is for your sponsor manhattan brewing company i will be doing a show at manhattan brewing 7 p.m next thursday night the 24th of august come early and Drink a beer and eat a lot of good food and, and uh, say hey to me after the show. I'll be hanging around for a while and uh, tell me you're a bonehead. So uh, anybody who's in the Manhattan area for that, on Thursday the 24th, um, I'll be uh, doing more than 20 of the Kings songs. And many of them have a little K-State twist to them.
2: That is absolutely perfect. And that is like exactly what I want folks to plug. I want as many people as possible to go drink a couple uh townie wheats, drink a couple uh anything. Just drink a couple beers and then uh walk up to Emo Elvis, tell him you're a bonehead. If anyone if, if anyone takes a selfie with Emo Elvis, tweets it at Bosca's boys, I will put you guys in a drawing for a prize to be named later. Uh, So there's even more incentive to go to Manhattan Brewing Company to hear Ema Elvis. Um, Despite that rocky start, um, I just stopped letting people in who I didn't recognize. Uh, We'll figure out a live show. We might go on a hiatus next week as I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this moving forward. Uh, But I appreciate you guys rocking with me uh, with a rocky episode uh, because the Zoom terrorists tried to take over. Um, Friday's episode, we're going to have a preview of the volleyball and soccer season, as well as getting the great Brian Smoller's predictions on this season. Monday, we're going to have Wyatt Thompson and Blitz month continues on all August long. Uh, K-State soccer again, playing. If you guys are listening to this on release day on Thursday, 3 PM versus the university of green Bay on ESPN plus and 8 AM. If you're listening to this bright and early Check out YouTube where the cats will be playing Mexico. So, for all the boneheads, for Chauncey, the best dog in the world, we love you guys. Go, cats, and uh, be on the lookout. We're going to find a new solution to the live show. Three, four.
3: Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wild cat in speed.
7: Fight, U.K. State Wildcats
1: For Alma Mater fights Glory in the combat For the purple and the white Faithful to our colors We will
6: ever be
1: a Fighting, ever fighting For a Wildcat victory Fight, 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 fight. U.K. State
6: Wildcats
1: da 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 Network.